This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Single filers would have to make less than 50000 a year. No hearings on the bill have been scheduled yet. In other news, it's Friday. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, stop by our website anytime. We're located at nowdecator.com. They survived huddled in a crevice in the rubble. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A small group of earthquake survivors rescued today in Turkey, but they aren't the only ones pulled out alive after being trapped for about 100 hours. That's when a mother and son were rescued. A baby and two older children were also found alive today, but amid, oh, those little brief moments of joy, a lot of sorrow. The number of deaths in Turkey and Syria tops 22,000. Tens of thousands left homeless, and amid all the collapsed buildings, a lot of people live outside in the cold winter in tents now. Air raid sirens wailed across Ukraine today as Russia launched a barrage of more than 50 missiles hitting critical infrastructure again. Russia is also cutting oil production, reacting to sanctions imposed as punishment. Russia's deputy prime minister says they are cutting oil production by 500,000 barrels per day, that they do not sell directly or indirectly to those who observe the price cap of $60 a barrel. That cap was imposed to limit Russian financial gains over oil sales following the invasion of Ukraine. Fox's Jessica Rosen Two people are dead in Israel after a car plowed into a crowded bus stop, also injuring five others. One of those killed is a six-year-old child. An off-duty police officer shot and killed the driver. An arrest in Maryland ending the manhunt for a suspected gunman in the shootings of two Baltimore County police officers. They surrounded him early this morning in a wooded area of a nearby county. Trying to seclude himself. Uh, he was unable to seclude himself from the uh, helicopter. Our Harford County Sheriff Jeff Gaylor, the officer shot late last night, is on life support. The other's home recovering. Former Vice President Pence has gotten a subpoena from the special counsel conducting Trump criminal investigations. To classified documents kept by the former president at his Mar-a-Lago estate, as well as if he had any involvement with the January 6th riot. Both the DOJ and Pence's office have so far declined to comment. That's Fox's Sean Langell. America's listening to Fox News. You know, people ask me all the time, Hannity, what kind of gun should I get? My answer is always the same. I tell them, you've got to check out my good friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Let me tell you why. They have over 200 models to choose from in both rimfire and centerfire calibers. They have their brand-new 9mm semi-automatic carbine called the Henry Homesteader. By the way, one of my personal favorites. Now, it's ideal for home, property, business protection. And you can check it out by going to their website, henryusa.com. While you're there, you get a free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you live. And check them out yourself. These are all top-quality, American-made firearms that are affordable, accurate, and reliable right out of the box. And when you buy a Henry, it'll be backed by their lifetime satisfaction guarantee and their award-winning customer service with experts who can help you. If you're in the market for a high-quality, American-made firearm, Make sure you go to HenryUSA.com, get your free catalog decals, and a list of dealers where you are. You will love this company. There's yet another allegation against Republican Congressman George Santos, who's under a lot of scrutiny, including state and federal investigations, over lies he told about his background during the campaign. A lawyer who claims she helped him fight a criminal case in 2017 in Pennsylvania says Santos was accused of writing bad checks to buy puppies from breeders. The House could soon be forced to vote on expelling a fellow member. Democrats have filed a resolution to kick out New York Republican George Santos. Uh, it is time for him to go. We gave him plenty of time to resign, and he has chosen not to do so. California Democrat Robert Garcia says Santos is a fraud and a liar who should not have sensitive information available to members of Congress. Santos has admitted to fabricating parts of his education and employment background and is facing questions about campaign finance practices. Removing a member of Congress requires a two-thirds majority vote. Jared Halpern. Fox News. Now an update on a Democrat who spent a second night in a Washington hospital after reporting he felt lightheaded on Wednesday. Senator John Fetterman is in, quote, good spirits and talking with his staff and family after being hospitalized. His communications director saying the Pennsylvania Democrat remains in the hospital as he undergoes an MRI and other testing. Fetterman suffered a stroke last May, and his communications director says doctors have so far ruled out another stroke or seizure. Fetterman was elected to the Senate during last year's midterms after serving as the Keystone State's lieutenant governor. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, 
Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could fall a third day in a row. Dow futures are down about 100 points. For the second time in his career, Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes wins the AP's NFL MVP award. He led the league in passing yards and touchdowns. Mahomes will try to win his second Super Bowl when the Chiefs play the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 storm team forecast today. Mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny, high of 40. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 23. For Saturday, sunny with a high near 44. And Sunday, sunny with a high of 50. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 34 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. morning and welcome. Angela's in the studios here today. What are you laughing at, Nick? Yeah, because I, I see that that grin. It's not a grin. I'm just happy. Good. Angela well, it's contagious. And Nicole will join us this hour. Stay tuned. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. So I'm watching that documentary about the Baltimore Ravens called The Bullies of Baltimore, which was the 30 for 30 on ESPN. And Tony Saragusa tells the story of how he, he he had like 35 chicken wings the night before and he's wakes up with this incredible pain and he goes to the team doctor. This is like game day and he's constipated. <laughs> he's, he's, in his words, backed up. <laughs> the goose is backed up on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> and he's sharing this story, you know, in front of an audience, and all the rest of them are just falling out of their chairs because they, 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 so he's saying, well, the doctor goes, I could have a laxative. I'm like, a laxative? That takes like two hours. <laughs> well, we could go with an enema. Oh no. Oh, and I'll no. just leave it there. You can hear the rest of the story oh, on 30 no. there. And he, and he, this is what he says. He's like, and we got like 17 team colors, but we're all in white. That day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Almost 400 no. pound man. Oh, and he's like, if I'm on the field on my back and I can't move, do not roll me over. <laughs> That's great. That's the setup for the headline. Mm. There is now a constipation bill, a pill that vibrates. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you supposed to administer uh, that? Yeah, uh, <laughs> is that an upstairs? Or downstairs? It's an upstairs, <laughs> but it ends up downstairs. And I'm wondering if this isn't a multiple sensation sort of thing going on. Yes, I'm sure it would be. <laughs> People who struggle, according to a CNN story, their health department. With chronic constipation, they have a new drug-free option to help get things moving again. So it's a, it's a pill, but it's not necessarily a drug. Sure. Doctors consider a person to be constipated when they're having fewer than three bowel movements a week. This is more information than I do about, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. Between 10 to 20% of Americans live with persistent constipation. Uh, that doesn't have a discernible cause, meaning it's just sort of the way their DNA works and they're not suffering from something. It's just they got they a have, lazy river. They got a lazy oh river. Oh my goodness. Stop. <laughs> just stop. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Uh, the idea behind this treatment is that a single vibrant pill is taking around bedtime every day. It then travels the same route as food does through the stomach and the small intestine, finally reaching the larger intestine about 14 hours later, and then it goes to work. 
<laughs> it vibrates three seconds on, three seconds off. Nice. Three seconds on, three seconds off. <laughs> Just <laughs> shake, shake, shake. All I can think of is this little thing going through the intestinal tract in Schoolhouse Rock and how they're going to put a song uh, to it or something. This is a little like, I'm just a bill <laughs> sitting on Capitol Hill. Just a pill traveling. <laughs> the little amoeba legs. And, like then, and then like three seconds of <laughs> That's what I'm seeing in oh, my head man. right now. It's pretty good. Can you come up with a jingle for that? I think we can. I could. Before use, each pill is activated in a little pod that turns it on. After it's swallowed, it's active for about two hours. It goes quiet for around six hours and then activates again for another two hours. <laughs> Finally, after they're, they've done their job. They've done their job. You just get rid of them yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound like kidney stones. Oh, geez. That's painful. Yeah. No, the I... sound it makes when it hits the bowl. Oh, <laughs> movies. The sp- come on. The sunflower seeds and the Jeez. Why do you always got to go there? Well, he is extra. Yeah. <laughs> it's a medical grade material uh, that they also use uh, for the little pill cameras yeah. that they have. Tracers and stuff uh, like so that. So there's no medicine. Yeah. I mean, there's no like drug. It's just a vibrating capsule. That's crazy. That's activated, you know, at different yeah. times. And for smart. It's a pulsing thing. And just in there to bust stuff up. Makes now, sense. like contact lenses or syringes, the FDA considers them to be a class two medical device, meaning they carry, uh, they could have intermediate risk. I mean, it does not the same hoops they jump through, you know, for medication. Okay. So I'm going to ask a stupid question. Yes. Is this a pill that disintegrates or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, 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 well, like, no, 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 no. Like we pull oh, it out my and God. Like wash it the battery life is yeah. not, uh, no, not there yet. Now you've gone full on water world. <laughs> yeah. You got to get a little charger no. or something. No, they they just you just you you flush it. Yeah, I figured. But yeah, that'd be funny. I can, I told you the sound. Stop it. <laughs> told oh. you what happens. There is a line. Goodness, that cannot be the line. That's the line. <laughs> what? I don't. Your your line was like kidneys stone hitting the toilet. I that's that's no that's that everybody just winces with that. They weren't on, they weren't wincing as this thing's passing through the inner. No, they're not. They're oh, probably man. doing something else. It's vibrating the whole time. I cannot imagine my intestines vibrating. Uh, no, all I, I keep thinking of that guy in the O face from the office. Oh yeah. Or office space. What was office it? space. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs> it's like, it get like the. The best of both worlds. Yeah. I feel sorry for those people. I mean, I hate being constipated. I mean, it's like the worst thing in the world. I, and I don't have, you know, like any kind of chronic problems. But I didn't realize that there's like 20% of the people, I mean, they just, this is the thing. And it's not a medical thing, meaning it's not caused mm-hmm. by something else. They just live with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew people like that. How do you have conversations with people that you well, know people my, like that? Like in my fraternity. They, like, they would just tell you? Yeah. It's notable. They're That's like, a weird thing to talk about. Well, yeah. Say, man, it's been a week. It's like, how is that possible? You should go get that checked out. I, 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 have you ever in your life said to somebody, it's been a week? <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever say that to anyone? That's an unusual thing to say in front of a fraternity brother. I think it's an unusual thing to say in front of anyone. Maybe a family member. I don't even know yeah. then. I don't want to hear it. All right. TMI. TMI. Oh, man. Maybe we'll see if we can get some to sample. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to time it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. a weekend thing. <laughs> have to do the math so that it's vibrating during the show or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, uh, all right. And then one other thing that I uh, I, I heard about. Do you know what a Borg is and not in the Star Trek, uh, you know, assimilation, you know, resistance is futile kind of thing? Nope. It's the biggest thing on college campus right now. No, I, I don't know that by name. It stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. Hmm. You think about like a milk gallon? Oh, oh no. Okay. And here is what they are doing across campuses uh, across the United States of America. Mm-hmm. They are uh, carrying a uh, a gallon mm-hmm. that's made with half water, mm-hmm. half vodka, mm-hmm. a caffeinated flavor enhancer, 
and powdered electrolyte, electrolytes. There are variations of that happening when I was in college. The, the jug. But but with the electrolytes and no, the caffeinated not, no. powder and the I'm not talking about the people trying to get into the celebration without buying anything. <laughs> no. It was called garbage pail punch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean people carrying their own. No, but, but this is a very specific cocktail, recipe yeah. though that, that has become now so I'm trying to figure out uh you know, half water. First of all, I, I don't think I'd ever put water and vodka together. You gotta dilute it. You got to. Well but, just for survival. But with water I mean, I know there's no accounting for taste, and people are broke in college, but, geez, get some tonic, uh, you, you know. <laughs> just, yeah. Huh? So they're carrying it around campus, going to class, I guess. And drinking no, it, I just, it in their no, Well, it's probably a doing? nighttime thing. This would be such an inconvenient thing to just, lug around for me. Like, wouldn't? can you imagine? A, having a party, bring your own no. Borg. <laughs> like, I have right. a hard time just taking my Yeti around with me. Can right. you imagine, like, a, literally a milk jug? No. Half water. Borg parties. I see it. Half vodka. That's a lot of vodka. That is a, a that is a lot of alcohol. Yep. But then the caffeinated flavor enhancer and the dash of electrolytes, what is that for? Yeah, your depressant and your stimulant all rolled well, into are you, I know you want to stay hydrated. Yeah. It is half full of water. <laughs> yeah. So. There's a the positive. <laughs> Maybe it helps with hangovers. It's that buzz. That's, yeah, that's the rage is. part. It's yeah. the R. Okay. It's the energy. I, I just, uh, I, I don't think that the, uh, there, one TikTok, and this is kind of like where you see this, it said that the whole communal drink thing went out the window after mm-hmm. COVID, right? So yep. now this is like zombie apocalypse carrying around your own supply, literally in a, in a milk jug. Uh, <laughs> my question is, can't you just stash the milk jug somewhere and fill up a glass? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone a little tap over so there. Conspicuous. Yeah, it depends on where you're at. You're on the road. If you're going from a uh, house party to house party, no, gotta carry your jug. All right. Got your jug in one hand and your pill in the other. I don't think I'd make it as a college kid today. <laughs> uh, I mean, just, that just seems ridiculous, like mobility wise. Oh yeah. Just slinging over like a, like. I'll have to ask my son about it. Huh? If you ever watch like it. the football team walking across the street, yeah. uh, most of them have water jugs. I mean, it's not the same thing, but I mean, I hope they're not. used to lugging a two-gallon I jug get, around. That's because they're getting killed in practice and losing eight pounds in sweat. I think I that's a whole different it thing. Is, it is, but I mean, they're used to toting this, these things around. They don't well, care. they do make giant water bottles that would be a lot better looking than. I saw, and, I saw a pink one at Target that that is like honestly it had to have been three or four gallons. Yeah, Who is carrying huge. that around? And you see the ones that say, "At this time, you should have consumed this much yeah. water at eight o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock." Yeah, those are pretty cool. I, you do see that. It's yeah. it's mildly annoying to me because <laughs> it suggests that like that's the only source of water on Earth. Like right. that you really, I, I mean, like it's a scene from The Last of Us or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get it. If you're Canteen. in that scenario, I think on a campus, H two O is readily available. Yeah, yeah, most. All right, so I didn't know blackout. I didn't know that the name for that. No, blackout. Rage, Rage, Rage Gallon. Gallon. I'm going yep. to ask my son about it. Okay. There are evidently some different kind of thing. I mean, like, you know, people have different flavorings mm-hmm. or different, you know. Uh, uh, is vodka the choice? I think cheap stuff's the choice. I mean, I mean you know, it seems like, you know, I'm not a huge tequila fan, mm-hmm. you know, just, just by taste. But that seems to be bigger the last 20 years mm-hmm. than anything else. Why? I mean, the celebrities have all gotten into it and everybody's mm-hmm. got their own brand, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But vodka's probably still your go-to. Probably. Easily mixable. Do you like tequila? Mm-hmm. Do you really? I mean, I, I like margaritas. I love margaritas. Okay. Do you do salt or no salt? I do no salt. Yeah, I don't like that. I, the margaritas are okay, but I don't like the salt. I don't do the salt. What right. about the lime? Oh, yeah, I do the lime. The lime's fine. Okay. It's the salt or like around the rim of the glass or Textural, doing shots. Taste. Or both. I don't, I'm not a, are you I, a I don't. frozen or a... Uh, I, I'll do either. Yeah. I'll do either. I don't eat any salt. I, that's no, that's a lie. That I, I, I mean, there's salt not. and stuff I yeah. get. I've seen it. He does not. But do I don't. That. I mean, we don't have salt in our house. I don't add salt to anything. Yeah. So I don't really, and especially now, because I don't. It, it's so the taste yeah, is so I strong yeah. uh, that I just have never liked that mixture. I understand why people do the sweet and the, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I'll do frozen or just on the rocks. Ever flavored strawberry mango? Mango would be my preference. 
you know me. I like raspberry too. I'm all Dennis Leary on this. Lime. I'm a coffee just, flavored coffee yep, guy. You know, the, I, you're the original flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's got this great standard routine about going into a Dunkin' Donuts with oh, a kid awesome. with a tongue ring. Oh my God, it's the best. <laughs> and the maple flavor. I've seen that. I've seen that so many times. And he's shoving the tongue. Like, oh, it's so really great. How oh, it is. So I'm a classic. You know, I'll I'll do just the margarita flavored margarita thing. Yeah. But I get why people like the, you know, the other sure. stuff. Yeah. I, I, I get a thing and then I get a thing and I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with it because it, it's boring to most people. But like, you, you know, uh, like Orange Gatorade. Love Orange That's Gatorade. That's it. I mean, I just, I don't mm. do the rest of it. I don't. And I don't need to. I'm not a fan of the Gatorade. Why not? Fruit Punch is a good one. I just one. don't like the taste. You don't, I, mm. really? I get or the Powerade or any of that. Yeah, I get the, the yeah. zero stuff, you know, so it doesn't have yeah, the sugar, uh, you know. I don't like it. Really? Yeah. I've never been a big Gatorade or Powerade. So you drinker. just don't like fruit? No, I just don't like the flavor of it. It just. It's orange. It's gross. It's gross. To me, it's gross. All the flavors are. Yeah. Do you have anything else that's orange flavored that you don't like? Maybe you just don't like oranges. No, I love oranges. Just not orange flavored drinks. Yeah, I just, yeah. Okay. Just not an orange. Game. You like orange not, juice? It's okay. I would prefer to eat an orange as opposed to drink my All right, juice. We're getting somewhere yeah. here. <laughs> just less, less added sugar. Just too. no orange liquid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gatorade and Powerade have just never been my thing. I'm. <clears throat> I don't even. I haven't seen Powerade in years. Do they still have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was in high school, they had a, a product called All Sport mm-hmm. that our vending machines had. It was terrible. I kind of remember that. It was terrible. Well, who made that? I want to say, but I don't. I don't want to say because I don't want to get it wrong and put some shade on somebody. I, I thought it was one of the, the two big ones, uh, the two big soda companies. Well, they keep going through. What's the new uh, Sierra Miss? Oh, that is called um, Spark um, Starry. 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 It's good. Like I, I started seeing this all over the place, and I didn't have any idea what it was. They're going for. They're going right at Sprite. But weren't they going head. right yeah, at Sprite I mean, before like as Sierra Miss? Sierra like Miss was better. a little softer and oh. a little sweeter. This is like we're giving you the crisp uh, uh, bite that Sprite has. Okay, for, for somebody who doesn't drink yep. you know, soda yeah. at all, um, uh, the idea that, like, I, I couldn't tell you the difference between, like, 7-Up or Sprite or Sierra Mist. So, to me, them going after it in a different name, yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything to me at all. I mean, I put them all in the same category because if you go to a restaurant, they either have one or the other, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I don't, I, it's, you know, the new name and the new name seems goofy to me. Yeah, I don't, that name, I would I like the look of it. I like the, I like Sierra Mist better. I, I like it. I it think it's pretty solid. <laughs> I remember, uh, Slice. Mm-hmm. Remember Slice? Slice. Sure. Whatever the, uh, was and Slice. Like, like Cola. Huh? Mm-hmm. Like. Like. Mm-hmm. I vaguely remember that one. And and uh, like our and buddy slice. Dwayne saying All Sport was Pepsi. Okay, it was. Yeah. They, they went through a change, right? Yep. Uh, and then there was, what was the other one? Uh, maybe it was Slice, but wasn't there another was one that was? Cola. Slice was, well, yeah, it was an Cola and Like was a Cola. Yeah, but I'm talking Parsi. about in, oh. in, the, in the Slice, 7 Up, Sierra Mist. Wasn't there another one? Mm, Surge. I don't remember that. Oh, it's Jolt. back. It is? Yeah, Surge is back. It's a Coca-Cola product. It it has a little more of the lime flavor. It's pretty solid. I remember the, the Uncola ads for 7-Up mm-hmm. were brilliant in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy with the real exotic accent, you know, with the, the Uncola. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely do. Yep. And I don't even know what Uncola means. I mean, that was just 7-Up's way of saying we're not that. We're not, we're that. not brown. Yep. And yeah, you made it. That, that's what that's in your mind. Yep. Uncola became what's clear to you. And somehow clear was some more refreshing. Yeah. Which is interesting. And I did go Uncola for several huh. years when I was in high school. I don't know. When I went is to seven up still a thing. Yeah. yeah. Seven up, Snapple, Dr. Pepper conglomerate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but I can still go buy seven up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seven ups, right. yeah so what is then? There's just too many choices. There, there's today. way too many. I don't drink. I haven't pop, been in so a pop aisle at a grocery store in. Ten years. Yeah. I, uh, when I was at ADM for that, um, with the students. And- Jeffrey Holder, by the way, was the, the guy, oh. the actor. And he really has an interesting story because he was an actor and a dancer and a director. I mean, he was a an accomplished artist. 
that will always be known as the seven up guy, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah. Got pigeonholed there. He was born <laughs> in, in Trinidad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I learned that uh, colas, the the main flavor components that make up cola are actually lemon, lime, and orange anyway, too. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. All right. There have been some botched starts and restarts. And, I mean, uh, you, you know, wh- who, what was the most famous? Obviously the new Coke. New Coke, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But that clear isn't Pepsi. as cut and dry. Clear, uh, crystal Pepsi. Yeah, the clear one. But the new Coke was not as cut and dry as we remember it being like a colossal failure. Yeah, no. There was a little overlap, and then it just they realized. Um, at the end of the World of Coke, if you ever get to tour that in Atlanta, they will take you, and there are these pillars that have pop machines around them, and you can try all the different continents' flavors. Hmm. So you go to Africa, and it's got you know flavors, and then the UK, and then okay, well that's, that's interesting because our guy, you know, goes and buys all the Mexican yeah. uh, soda products mm, because you right. can get those. Um, well, you can get them at the at the place, mm-hmm. the restaurant. Yeah, Taqueria La Perlita. You and, can get them at the Dos Amigos grocery store all over the place. Yeah, huh? I mean, but he likes not only their stuff they have that's unique, but he likes their version of cola. Mm-hmm. What's different about it? Sugar, natural sugar, cane sugar, uh-huh. and then sometimes a little sweeter. And and if for me, less carbonation. I feel like yeah. But there, there's a soda, I think it's a, called Cheerwine, that is terrible. <laughs> there is a black licorice soda uh, that is like, I will wait at the end of that and watch people go up and, because you try everything, yeah. and you watch them try that, and they... I like black licorice, but I don't want to do drink really? it. Yeah, I like mm. it, but I don't want to drink it. I, I will if there's alcohol involved. Is I'm it, not is doing it. Is it kind of a No, it's, uh, it it's set, Uzo. It's, what's the other one? It's not Drambuie, it's something else. No, Uzo. Yeah, but that's not what I'm thinking of. That's the Greek that that, that it tastes like black licorice, right? Okay. I don't know. I know. You don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink. You drink every soft about all the drink soda. under the sun. Yeah. You know what? I, I feel like my shot of Ouzo is actually healthier than everything you've just described. Maybe. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Don't you think? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there are some sodas where you're like, that can't be good for anybody. I've, lo- I've lost my taste for all of it. I, to be honest, I mean, I just don't drink it. I drink tea, you know, but not a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And it is just not, uh, I quit years ago yeah. and, and not some protest thing or whatever, oh, yeah. but now if I have one, geez. Well, oh. pop was like a pop special at our house. Yeah. You know, we, we used to go to the pop doc or the doc. Oh. Pop. What was the name of that? The pop. I don't know what that is. But you used to All get right. it in your bottles. I used to get a Green River. <laughs> Stop with that. I didn't yeah, use just... some sort of transatlantic <laughs> accent. No, there was a, I think it was, wasn't it the pop doc? You'd go and, and it was glass bottles yeah. and you would pick like you'd have a, you know, a, you could fill up a case mm. with whatever you wanted to flavor wise. So like, like in you, a supermarket or something? No, it was its own thing. It was a bottling thing. I mean, like pop so the pop doc. Here in town? Yes. Very catchy. Never heard of such a thing. Seriously. It was a special treat at our house, so we didn't. And that's where we would yeah. go, and you'd fill up a case, and then, like, you know, instead of buying a case of whatever, yeah, you, could pick, what you, you could pick two oranges and oh, two nice. whatever, grape or whatever, and fill up a case. That's cool. Now, 875-1340, somebody, that's got to be the name <laughs> of it. And that, that was their whole thing? They didn't do it, sell yeah. anything else? I, 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 for the life of me, I, I was young enough to know we were in a car going to do it, but no idea, like, where the directions were. <laughs> that's you know? cool. I'm going to be off 22nd Street. Wow. Somebody, 217-875-1340, let me know. Or email me, buyers at WSOYAM.com. That's cool. I've never heard of such a thing. Well, there was a lot of that kind of stuff. If you go out to Rock Springs yep. and you take the uh, the long trail, mm-hmm. there is the abandoned yeah. uh, bottle company, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So there was a lot more of that stuff back in the day that was made locally sure. before the huge conglomerates had all of the, you know, so that, I don't think that was anything unusual. It was at 242 West Packard Street. Wow. Where is that? Uh, is that right by... Uh, MacArthur? No. Uh, the old pop doc even has a Facebook page. Whoa. Wow. I remember the Jay's Potato Chip Factory. It, it was originally the F&B Bottling Company at 242 West Packard Street and then became the pop doc. Hmm. Man, that's cool. <laughs> what, if you're bike, what if you were in biking distance from that as a kid? 
Yeah, I don't know if you could buy, like, I mean, I don't know if there was, like, you could, you could just buy a bottle. I don't know what, like, you know, that looked like. Yeah. But I remember, distinctly remember filling up, you know, because everybody's lobbying for their thing. Would it be name brand or did they have their own? No, they, it, was a, it was originally their own bottling. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, cool. F&B was the name of the, the company. Uh, and uh, I found an ad from the Decatur Public Library. Uh, betcha free bottle of pop. You can't find F and B pop doc bottle of redeem this coupon, whatever. Six cents per bottle back in the day. Hmm. Wow. And then you had a deposit. Yeah. I think. And then you could get and a then return. You, you know, when you bring mm-hmm. the bottles back, uh, mm-hmm. see, we were, we were green. Nice. <laughs> Should have stayed with the glass bottles. We should have. And just take it back, and, and uh, they probably just, like, rinsed them out with a garden probably. hose and refilled them. Well, you remember when you would go to the store and get them, and they would be kind of scratched. Some of them would be kind oh, of yeah. cloudy looking, so you know they did. Yeah. And we all survived it. We did. <laughs> wow. I think there's some things we've learned, though, that we're better off not doing, like drinking out of the garden hose, literally. Uh, we oh, survived come on. it. Come that on. flavor. That huh. weird rubbery flavor, the smell of it. It still I smells just, the same. It's still the same. I'm sure it does. Yeah. But no thank you. No, I'll pass on that. Yeah. All right, the pop doc. I think I see the building that is still there. Is it still there? Yeah, because I went on Google Maps. It huh. looks like a, a commercial building. That oh, It's on uh, between Church, Union, Packard, and Leafland. Um, and, and the... <laughs> it's hard to describe. Low-key tattoo studios, Tennessee meat market, so right mm. off of 51, block off of 50, two blocks off of 51. All right. Yeah. I don't know if it, I, I, I'm sure that had to be the place. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. So Good memory on that. Well, you're welcome. Uh, that It's really not hard. You're a kid, you go get pop. I mean, you know, that's <laughs> like, that was right. positive memory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one got reinforced. Nothing tainting that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I want grape. Yeah. Cool. Is there a good grape pop? I remember as a kid, I liked that flavor a lot. Uh, yeah, there are Shasta. Oh, Shasta was my that was my grandmother. <laughs> Men made they all they, they all make grape and they're all fine. All the main soda manufacturers, and then also when you go to a Coke freestyle or the Pepsi equivalent, yeah, you can add grape to any of it. So, hmm. grapes just not my go-to. Slice is per, I think purple, purple. Grape slice, Purple. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Purple Coke, as they yeah. say down in Georgia. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get good grape soda. All right. Is Shasta still around? Yeah. I think so. Oh, man. I guess I wouldn't know either because I don't really go there, but. Uh, that used to be, was it Shasta? I feel like there's another one. They had a I flavor. Crush. <clears throat> Crush. That's. Crush had the orange, orange and grape, and grape right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm almost positive it was Shasta that, that my grandmother always had at her house mm-hmm. and they, oh, or was it Fago? And Fago too. Currently the Mountain Dew, specialty Mountain Dew that's new is pitch black and that's a great Mountain Dew. That's I think it one. was Fago. Hmm. <laughs> oh no, my I'm God. I, I, I just actually fresca. gotten the word of like Fresca. That? Oh, I love Do Fresca. still have tab that, and Fresca? Diet Fresca. <laughs> I'd still drink that. How about a I, sassafras? I saw the Fresco in uh, like the mini cans at Walmart okay, the other so, day. Yeah, Did you really? Mm-hmm. Tab was terrible. Do you remember the little juices that came in like the ba- plastic barrels with the foil lids on top? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Never had one, but yes. They're I not know good. What you're talking it's like syrup. <laughs> Speaking of that, I have a complaint to lodge. Uh, we talked about Heinz Field, right? Yeah. Heinz Ketchup. Can we not, in 2023, put the little protective seal and make it easier to pull oh, off? they're horrible, aren't they? Yes. I just opened a new bottle yesterday, and it's like, this is 1950s technology they're mm-hmm. using. The little four tabs yep. that none of them will really pull up, and then you got to get a knife out yep. of the drawer and risk an ER visit yeah. trying to cut the top of the foil off of that. Why can't we be better than that? Yeah, and can can I also file a complaint because I came with him in the car and we're at the same counter? Can we figure out how many, why I have to shake the mustard so many times and I still get the water? Can we work that out, please? Some sort of apparatus oh my that gets the mustard out. That's too funny. Please. Yeah, that's a, and that's if you just open a new bottle and do that, you get both <laughs> oh, of those yeah, experiences. The worst. Come on. Innovate. Yes. It's so funny. Uh, all right. Uh, Angela is going to, uh, we've got a new routine going. This is why you, you hire a trainer. Mm-hmm. 
They're your conscious <laughs> and, and your motivator and your, uh, they are literally the little angel and devil on Tom's face, you know, shoulders yep. in, in Animal House, mm-hmm. uh, because they know when to kind of like let it pass and then when to enforce. We're putting a new plan together. Oh, nice. I, it, we're going to reset everything. So I'm very excited about this. Mm-hmm. I, and I figured out I am not motivating myself. So you need that external stimuli. I've got to have some sort of challenge. I got to have some sort of goals. I got to have some sort of like a a, a road map mm-hmm. to where I need to be. Now I know if I do that, I know how long it'll take and I know how to get there. But I've got to regroup and reassess. And that's why I just want to. It's a little plug for Yay. the why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got trainers. And and sometimes in life, you just have to admit you need a little help. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, so I'm really vulnerable. <laughs> no, I'm just I, I, I what I'm doing isn't working because I'm finding excuses not to do it. Which, by the way, that is your DNA. You're hardwired to do that, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there's plenty of science mm-hmm. behind that. So don't beat yourself up right. about not being able to get self motivated. It happens to all of us. But what you got to do then is be aware of that and, and and look for some other way outside of that to make a difference. And so we've had a, we had a nice conversation yeah. off the air, and I'm very excited uh, about the future. But it's really why, uh, in, particularly if you're busy, you, you know, if you've got a job that keeps you going and you do a lot of things, and then you end up putting your health or your exercise last or the priority isn't there, a trainer will make all the difference in the world. Because it's not you you're blowing off, it's them. I mean, you just look at it in a very different way. And they can literally be that Sherpa for you. I mean, you, you know, when you go to Mount Everest, you're not climbing it without the locals that know the route up. Uh, and, and you every, yeah, you take your picture up there, but you wouldn't have got halfway up without those Sherpas. That's literally what they do. And so uh, my thanks to you as a friend and, and, and a colleague and somebody that I respect a great deal. I, I appreciate you for the flexibility and then also accepting the, the challenge of, of putting together a plan for me because it matters. It's going to be great. And, and I've been putting it off, and, and I feel guilty about that my own self, right? I'm I am the same. I'm wired the same. If I don't do my workout, I'm like, oh, I feel guilty. I, I, I do. didn't do it. I, yeah. I didn't do anything last weekend. You know, I mean, as far as like like physical, I, and you know, and I sometimes you need that, you know, but I still feel guilty. About it. Yep. So, New Year, New You, but sometimes you can't do it all yourself, mm-hmm. and the help is what will get you to a better place. So that's just my little testimonial. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's the truth. I'm trying to figure. I'm figuring out short term and in the long term, and and uh, and my head is spinning right now. I'm trying to. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, my head will be spinning soon <laughs> when you start seeing those little sparkly things. <laughs> my heart rate's what? <laughs> uh, but trust me, I, I just say this because I know you know I was in the best shape of my life at 40. I was even better shape in my life at 50, and, and I don't plan to not feel the same way at 60. 60 yeah. and, and it's never too late, and it, it seems hard, and it seems like, you know, maybe you got weight you have to lose. Maybe you're just tired of, like, walking up a flight of steps and, you know, being out of breath. Mm-hmm. Your life will improve dramatically. Your success level in what you do in life will improve dramatically. Your relationships, everything. It's just, it's, so I'm, I'm really inspired this morning, but I want to tell you, you can do it. Absolutely. And there's so many things that you can choose from that. We're going to make it where it's fun. Yeah. You know, it I mean, it's going to be, be challenging, you, yeah. but it's going to be fun. It's not going to be something that you just dread because what's the point? I mean, you have to find something that you enjoy no, I, to keep people but here's, coming. But here's what I want to feel. Part of their and life. I can't wait to feel this. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait when I when I go to sit up and roll out of bed going, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> There is such an accomplishment in that feeling of like, I did so much, I can't sit up. Yeah, it hurts to cough or sneeze. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I can't wait for that. I love that feeling. I know. All right. Well, listen, we're going to let you get out of here, and uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, thank you for being you. you. Thank you. I'm glad you're in my life. Aw. Go to the Y. Take a tour. 
They'll do that. You can just stop in, go to the front desk and see. Because I think a lot of times people have this fear in their head that I'm going to stand out or people aren't going to look like me or I'm going to look like this mm-hmm. isn't like Venice Beach. Yeah, I mean, not. you're not going to like Musclehead Beach. You're going to go see people that look like you, people that need to lose more weight than you do, people that are just starting their journey. You're going to see it all. Yep. The only comparison I'm going to make is from the comparison to day one to day whatever of yep. you, not anyone else. And I think when you try to do that yourself, sometimes too, you have unrealistic goals or you set yourself up to fail because you try to bite off too much mm-hmm. or, you know, there's all kinds of reasons. And maybe even if you don't need a personal trainer the whole time, mm-hmm. just someone to get you started down the yep. right path. Yep. Those machines can be intimidating. What the hell does that do? How do I even climb onto that thing? Absolutely. And if you've got equipment at home, I'm happy to incorporate that into a workout. So when you go home and you can't make it to our Y, you have something as a backup plan. All right. We appreciate you. Thank have you. Have a great weekend. You Enjoy too. the Super Bowl. Yes. You guys have a, do you have anything like a, are we you going to pig out or is it, you're going to make us all feel bad for, you eating? know, usually we do have like, a good amount of food that you could feed like 50 people for yeah. four of us. But I don't know what we'll do this year. Oh, you're like last minute. it. Yeah, you're going to like are. wing it. Yeah, we're going to wing it. All right. Yeah. Literally maybe wing it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Better go find some today. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, we do you have don't some even want to go to the grocery right? store on no, Saturday. No, I do not. <laughs> or Sunday. The guys that wait till the last minute, and it's always guys. Super Bowl Sunday, is a you just avoid the grocery store because it's a bunch of men that don't know where anything is. <laughs> That's probably true. Except my husband does a grocery shopping. Thank you, God. Yeah. All right. We'll take All the right, break. Nicole's going to join us next. Stay tuned. Bank. We want to be your community bank. Hello, this is Luke Williams, Vice President and the Mountain Zion Location Manager. I invite you to check out all the benefits of a locally owned community bank can offer you and your business. We offer the same services as a big bank, but still understand the importance of giving personal attention to our customers that makes us second to none. Community banks build better communities and brighter futures. Scott State Bank has been investing in our community since 1887. We are customer-focused, community-driven, committed to you. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. The Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau invites you to grab your gal pals and head downtown for Galentine's Day on Saturday, February 11th from 1130 to 3 p.m. Shop some of your favorite downtown shops with the girls. Stop in and check out Shops on Main, Giggles, Dell's Popcorn Shop, Bella and Row Boutique, Brass Horn, Brass Horn 2, and Brass Horn Kids. It's a girls' day to shop, enjoy snacks, and fun at all of our locations. Galentine's Day, February 11th from 1130 to 3 in downtown Decatur. Don't miss your chance to cheer on fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here. 15,000, another sellout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. Cannon, hello! Slam dunk! Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on! Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We're back here on a, uh, grab those headphones if you don't mind. Caller just told me they tried some cheer wine one time that had, they did a holiday edition that they added cinnamon and it was twice as bad. <laughs> that sounds twice as bad. <laughs> one spit, one drink, one spit. Yeah, the pop doc, uh, I got a, uh, an email from Ann Owens, uh, was a new concept in direct consumer soft drink retailing, uh, launched in 1968. So, uh, you know, I was born in 66, so huh. it, it was F&B bottling, and then it was called the Pop Doc. Yeah. But basically, instead of buying Pepsi or Coke, you would go buy by the case, or, and you mm-hmm. could mix and match, like, whatever you wanted to do. So you could, if you wanted orange or you wanted whatever. Uh, and then there was a deposit that you yeah. paid on the bottles, and you would bring the bottles back, and those would get... I don't even want to know what they did in 1968. You roll them back over. <laughs> Probably spray them off with a guard hose and fill them that back is, up. That's something Ann would know, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So me the whole history of street. Wow. And, and there was also, uh, uh, they added a second location on North 22nd Street. So I oh, okay. told you I thought that was. So I, the building may be there on Packard mm-hmm. still, but there was also on uh, North 22nd. And um, 
Then they end up doing like cranes, potato chips, and some other things. But yeah. but it was a bottling company back when that was a very localized thing. You didn't have, I mean, even at that time, Pepsi and Coke weren't what they certainly were, you know, even 10 years after that or whatever. Uh, and th- I don't think this was unusual um, because then Kmart, I mean, you started to have way before Sam's or Walmart, you had mm-hmm. these larger, you know, not just your local grocery store, mm-hmm. but the big retailers, and you could buy it cheaper probably, you know, because they were selling it in volume. I'm sure there was one of those every town America. Sure. At some point. You guys just aren't old enough to remember. <laughs> I, re- I remember days before Walmart. I yeah, do, do remember you? that. Yeah. yeah. We had, uh, in Quincy, we had Jack's. So similar to Walmart, but smaller. And, um, they had, they call them Jack's ads. So, uh, <laughs> it would be like, you know, the ad you'd get in the newspaper, but all the, the models or the people in the ads modeling the stuff that were, were local people. Right. So That's like fun. I was, yeah. So I would get, you know, I would get paid. I'm not great. I was like in fifth grade. So it's not like they were looking for, you know, high fashionistas or anything, but just kids to come in and model the clothes, but you get $20 for the first outfit and $10 for everyone after that. And they had like this studio set up. It was awesome. That's cool. And then they plaster the ads all over the front of the store and you're like, oh, I'm going to be in the Jack's ad this week. That's and, great. Know, it's My fun. grandmother uh, had a children's apparel store here in Decatur for years and years. And so, you know, I grew up with that same kind of mm-hmm. thing. I've got an ad somewhere. I don't should, go back and find it. Out, yeah. And that was in Northgate, right? <laughs> next she, to the theater? It was like, in Northgate next to the theater. Yeah. And then she had one briefly that was in like on 121 when that sort of that uh, uh, was newer, newish. Uh, but yeah, it was a Northgate for years and years and years. Cool. I spent a lot of time in the Northgate theater like in summer. Do you remember the smell of Northgate? The popcorn and all that. Oh yeah, it's very specific. I, I, oh, you know, my my mom and and her sister uh, both worked there. So like in summers, like when we were out of school, I mean, I cannot tell you how many movies I watched at the Northgate Cinema. You know, uh-huh. in arcade too. Uh, yeah, in the arcade, right? It was a pretty cool summer. Just like yeah, playing video games and watching movies. Wow, what a life. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> kind of do that now. <laughs> I know, yeah. Can I go back? <laughs> All right. I, here's the question I have for you today. It's a philosophical question. And I know, sure. it, it, you know, Paul was in yesterday and he'd written in the Tribune about, you know, like all of the bad things about doing business in the state of Illinois. And then oh. there's some stuff from Pritzker about, you know, hey, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that probably is always the answer somewhere in between. Yes, yep. we have had companies decide to move out of the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. I mean, Caterpillar, Boeing. I mean, there have been mm-hmm. people who who have made physical choices of their offices going yep. corporate offices mm-hmm. or whatever. Now there's right to work. I mean, there's a lot of arguments about, you, you know, this state versus that state. Um, but I also, at the same time, you know, I look at just what's happening here. There's a lot of people moving in. Yeah. Uh, and, and so is the reputation of Illinois being kind of, you know, a hard to do business state. I think that exists, mm-hmm. whether that reputation is accurate or not to me is always a moving target. It is. You're right. And you know, when, when I think of companies like Caterpillar or Boeing and instances like that, you know, we might not be the right state for every business, but you think about what they moved out. They moved, they moved offices out, right? But when it comes to the heart of their production plants, they, they're still here in Decatur. So when you look at a whole business, does it, is, is this parts the, of it may parts make, of it may make sense in other states and that's fine. But as a whole though, Illinois is still very competitive. You know, in 2022, we reached a really critical milestone by surpassing $1 trillion in GDP. And so if you take our state GDP and you stack it against the rest of the nation, we're the fifth largest GDP in the nation. We're the 18th largest economy in the world. The state of Illinois is the 18th largest economy in the world. And you don't get there by accident and by mistake. And those aren't rankings and made-up numbers, though we have a lot of those as well. Things like that really turn heads. And so when we're, you know, when we're talking to site selectors and companies, and when you look at the whole cost of doing business, not just one, you know, specific point, Illinois is still very competitive. And that's why you're continuing to see a lot of this investment. I mean, we have a ton of companies in Illinois and a lot of Fortune 500 companies, and they wouldn't be here if it was such a terrible place. And, and I, but yet you always deal with this. I, I mean, I yeah. remember having these conversations with Beth Newhoff because people would say to her, "Why are you in business in Illinois?" You, mm-hmm. you know, that yes. was a perception mm-hmm. thing. It is, and in similarly to you know, sometimes when we talk about how Decatur, how our own citizens are our own worst enemy, oh, Illinois sure. is the same way. We just cannot keep our negative politics and negative, you know, imaging and big splashy negative headlines that sell 
out of the headlines, right? We can't, we, we just shoot ourselves in the own foot. Partly that's government's fault. I mean, we certainly yeah. have served up plenty of controversy and plenty of grift and plenty of, yes. you, you know, to, uh, to hammer home that image. I mean, two of the last four of our governors went to jail. I mean, so, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 no, that's not helpful <laughs> at all. You know, Mike Madigan may be next. Right. And so people yeah. have this sense. Mm-hmm. And it's why I think you get so much of this downstate notion about Chicago being this evil place mm-hmm. when, you know, it, it, it's like, I, I think if you're big enough, I, I, I feel like this is part of the problem with District 61. It's like when you have all the problems, that's all anybody sees. And right. you have the problems because you have all the population. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to do this smaller thing, you know, over here. And I, I just, I so I, I had this kind of argument with Paul yesterday. It's like, I just, I, you know, I think a lot of that is just people's knee-jerk sort of go-to move without any backup. That's the easy response, right? It's easy to say, oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's this, it's that. But, you know, when you dig into the facts, Illinois really is a good place to do business. Yeah. And if it wasn't, we wouldn't be seeing the kind of investment that we're having. No. Um, and then everybody yeah. thinks about the worst. I, I remember having these conversations with the ADM executives before the announcement that they were going to put, you know, the corporate stuff up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, and I was told at that time, this is 100 people. I mean, I mean, don't, mm-hmm. you know, we, right. we have Out no intent 4, to like, you know, it's just, we've got to be able to get on a plane and get around the world. Obviously, this was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and these are the kind of jobs that aren't ag-specific jobs. You know, we got to have lawyers. We've got to have marketing. we got to have, mm-hmm. you know, these aren't people go, that went into ag careers realizing they were going to work, you know, in a small town in the Midwest. Right. we got to be able to attract the talent, the pool of talent that wants to live in big cities. And and so people took this as this huge negative. But everything they told me turned out to be exactly what they did. Right. Well, and some of the headlines or some of the some of the um, stories from the larger uh, city newspapers at that time were showing pictures of ADM's plants and saying they're moving to downtown Chicago. It's like really they're going to pick that up? Like they're going to be the largest just, grain process. Yeah. No, yeah, it's no. just a way to skew um, right. and, and you know get people to think about it differently. But you know the nature the nature of doing business in the world these days has changed, and companies have to be flexible if they are going to survive and well, if they're going to continue absolutely. to grow. And I'm supportive of that. Just want them to stay within the state. But, but, but they did and they, they have did, and nothing yeah. changed dramatically. I, I mean, you might have lost some bigger salaries that might give to a United Way campaign or something, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but the, the majority of the jobs. Now, at the same time, every time we get, uh, you, you know, a news about, you know, ADM being recognized by Forbes magazine or something, there's all these people, well, you didn't talk to us in the plant. I, I don't think anybody even, a lot of people work there can connect just how global this company is and how large a footprint they have on the entire world. The entire world. And I think that's, that's what we have to keep in mind as indicator. Many of our companies are global in nature. Our largest ones are global in nature. Um, and so, you know, we, we just have to keep that in mind. And I think we forget that because it's easy just to kind of live within our, you know, within our city and not think about the, the bigger picture and the impact that Decatur has on the globe and has an impact on these state GDP numbers um, is pretty enormous. And, and downstate Illinois cannot survive without Chicago and Chicago certainly cannot survive without downstate Illinois. Yep. It's just a fact. And so let's just put that argument aside because that's not going to happen. We're not splitting up. So just just put that aside. Get those politics out of it. Talk about how as one state together, we are fantastic. And yes, every state has their issues. Every state, um, you know, has challenges and things to work through. And we're not exempt from that. But when we talk to companies and we talk to site selectors, they're, they're, you know, they're becoming more and more positive about Illinois because they're seeing the dents that we're putting in our debt. You know, the, the uncertainty of doing business in Illinois, um, is changing and it's becoming more certain and they're able to quantify that and that's been helpful. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but, mm-hmm. but the, these companies are not red or blue. What they want mm-hmm. is consistency. They want to yes. be able to map out their plan, knowing what the playing field looks like here or anywhere else, right? Yes. And that's where the politicians do the damage. It, it, you know, they go this way and then they pull the rug out on you and go that way. I don't think they're actively rooting for a Republican governor or a Democrat governor or a Republican legislation. I, they just want consistency. They want consistency. They want pro-business policies and they want a workforce. They, they want a workforce and they want a workforce pipeline. So the best thing we can do is get people to work, right, and show where our pipeline is coming from, um, show the talent that exists in the region that they can pull from and continue to support those efforts because that is number one. All right. Are we, in my opinion, we're doing a much better job locally 
having those conversations about mm-hmm. pipelines than we have for a very long time. Yes, we are. And I and, mean, it's, you may not have mm-hmm. the results yet, but I feel like we're feeding into that. Uh, you, you know, Nikki Budzinski had, you know, a young woman, you know, who was working at a fast food restaurant. She's now officially will be part of the IBEW was mm-hmm. at the, the for the State of the Union address. Yep. And. From that, and that can happen again and again and again. You know, there's just a lot of challenges and barriers out there for some folks to get, to enter back into the workforce or to enter into the workforce for the first time. But that's why we have really outstanding services between Workforce Investment Solutions and Richland and Milliken and all throughout. And then you've got these, you know, um, scholarships from the Community Foundation. I mean, we have a ton of opportunity here for somebody to succeed and people just people have to want it because the jobs are here. The opportunity to lift and support are here. Um, but that's what, you know, that's what companies want to know about. They want to know what are we doing as a community to continue to train um, and, and then making sure that our companies are continuously connecting and reconnecting on a consistent basis with our educational institutions to make sure that the needs are being met and that we're serving our companies. And Rocky with workforce development. And even, mm-hmm. you know, we were just at a meeting at the Maine County Law Enforcement Training Center, you know, about careers in mm-hmm. public service. And and I think the there's equal blame, I think, in the history of this. I, I think employers got used to the fact that there was a line out the door wanting to get in, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I mean, I remember when Dr. Kidwell was, you know, over the ACES school we didn't have to think about bringing ag to people. People would always come to us, yes. mm-hmm. and that has changed. So I, I think you're seeing it being reimagined on both sides of that equation. Absolutely, and you know that. I know we keep you know we talk about the pandemic a lot, but really you had you had more retirements during the pandemic. You had a lot of folks that were sticking it out and didn't retire probably when they were qualified to retire because the market had tanked before that and they lost a lot of their savings. And so they held out and they kept working and the pandemic came. They were comfortable. They could retire. But then that threw on a whole bunch of people that were retiring quickly that we weren't expecting to retire yet. And so it's left this big gap in the, in, you know, these jobs and people that need to fill them. Um, so we found ourselves in a situation where we have to very rapidly upskill people and get people into those jobs. Yeah. But we're doing it. And I think we're doing a really good job of that here I, in Decatur. It, it keeps getting better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And, I, and I think success, you know, just causes more success. I mean, when you can see For it sure. get accomplished. And I, I'm very happy, you know, proud that you were a big part of that, you know, with the Ag Academy. I mean, now we're starting Thanks. to see the end of, like, students coming out of it and going mm-hmm. into it. And it's like, okay, this works. Yeah. Uh, you know, the IBW used to have, you know, I mean, my God, there was, you, you, they, you know, the line was enormous to become an electrician. Mm-hmm. You know, then they look up and their average age is 47 and there's no pipeline. You, you know, you got to start getting creative and inventive and A, show everyone. We talked about people have these obstacles in their head, you know, about joining the Y or working out. Think about what it looks like if you think what an electrician looks like and you can't see yourself mm-hmm. in that job. You got to go over and above to make sure people can see themselves in those yep. careers. And now we're doing that. We are, you know, and that's an important factor that I think we did just take for granted. It's, you know, we, we know we know what it looks like to be A, B or C and all these different jobs and these careers. But really the the attention of our young students and our young adult is so spread thin. If you really think of all the ways and all the things that they're paying attention to is, I mean, I don't even, I can't even put a number on it, probably a thousand times more than what it was when we were young. Yeah. So how would we expect them to, I don't, we can't expect them to naturally on their own seek out, you know, career um, exploration. We really do have to feed that to them and, and encourage them and do it at a very early age so that it's more natural. And to we got to quit being snobby about career education. I, I mean, I, I, you know, and I feel like we're doing <laughs> a better job we're of doing, this. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I'll never forget, you know, we had this young lady that we did for the swag campaign that was a welder that, that had graduated from, uh, I remember MacArthur Eisenhower mm-hmm. and, and was a welder at Caterpillar was, was getting offers to go out west for, I mean, just crazy money. And we did an interview with her, and then somebody on the podcast goes, she ought to expect more out of herself for some stupid remark. Like, it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, you know, but She's we, writing her ticket. But we did that exactly. for a long time in public education, not just Decatur. I mean, everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, and we're, and, Go get a four-year degree, and it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter what it is. Yep, and now look where we're at. Yeah. We found ourselves in a real predicament. So, you know, we're we're just very trying, rapidly trying to, I think, make up for that lost time. And we're making a dent in it, but we, you know, we still, we need more people. We need more people back to work. And we, I look at those GDP numbers, but I think we could have more if we had more people working. Yeah. You know, and, and so we will. That's, and we I, will. And we're, we're, making, we're getting there. It's exciting. But We're moving in the right direction. Yeah, there's still a lot of, a lot of work and promise ahead.
Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. You too. Are you taking? Who are you taking? I'm going to go with Chiefs. I'm going heart Chiefs. not head, as Tupper said. I want to take the Chiefs, but you told me I have to take the Eagles. I didn't so tell I... you I had to take anything. <laughs> I gave you the choice. You said Eagles. <laughs> go Chiefs. Like a, go Mahomes. Way to reinforce the idea this is some sort of dictatorship here. <laughs> he made me. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> Podcast of this show and every other show we do available at Dicator.com. Have a great Super Bowl weekend. We will be back with you bright and early Monday morning. Thank you for being here. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The Illinois High School Association is launching a new March Madness app. It features schedules, scores, brackets, broadcast info, and more. The app is now available for download in the Apple App Store and will be available soon in the Android App Store. The app is out just in time for the girls' state basketball tournament, which gets underway tomorrow. Millican School of Education students are getting set to undergo a boot camp Interview boot camp, that is, on February 21st. The event connects student teachers with alumni and local school administrators to improve interview skills, provide feedback, and develop professional networks among regional school districts. Students will also have three rounds of interview practice, including a 15-minute interview session. They also get resume critiques and a discussion on professional... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.